Hey guys, and welcome to the Is a Sticky One Still podcast with me, Peace, Mary, Rich, Hannah, Annie, and Kel. Hi guys. Yay. Hello. Wait, hi. Hi. So as you guys can <laughs> see, there's not even that many of us today. Quite a few of us are actually missing today. Um, so Open Nimka ain't here and uh Daniel here. Daniel Simi. Daniel Simi. Yeah, but we're still gonna go on, make sure we give you guys some content. Um so as you could as you guys probably know, it's a Saturday. We are releasing on a Saturday. Usually we do release on Tuesday, but please excuse us. We weren't able to do that this week. Um so today we're actually gonna talk about something that's very close to most of us. It's something that's not really talked about usually it's something that people don't really know about and we thought it was important to get out there since quite a few of us suffer from it so that's sickle cell um it was actually sickle cell day this week was it no last thursday on the 19th of oh last thursday yeah yeah so we just wanted to talk about that we did put um up a question on our instagram we got some questions coming in about that so um guys he experience this do you guys want to speak out a little bit um, um any you can start why do i have to start i don't know what to say okay so okay, let me start let me just right. start okay um i think out of all of us three of us suffer with sickle cell um we all have had very different experiences um we found out we were, ever since we were born, we've had sickle cell, to be honest, but our parents didn't know until Hannah was born, and I'm the eldest. So Hannah was born. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't know until Hannah was born that oh. we all suffered from sickle cell. Wow. Um, so dad was told, basically, sickle cell is um, is an inherited um, blood dis- condition. So it affects your red blood cells and it makes your red blood cells like a crescent shape, whereas they're meant to be like a disc. I can mm. compare it to. Yeah, like, like a donut. So yeah, can I call you in there? Like how I describe it to people, you see the moon when it's full, it's circle. But then yeah. when it's cr- like there's sometimes there's crescent. So ours is crescent, but not all people's own is like circle, but yeah. not it's not really circle, but it's like flat circle. So yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um so that causes like sickle cell crisis pain. So that can be pain in your joints, your hands, your feet. But, your... Yeah, but if we go back and say why, how it causes, because of the shape okay, of yeah. our blood cells, it, it we get blood clots. Yeah, and then those blood clots will be like in certain parts of your body, and mm-hmm. then that's where you would get that crisis. Yeah. So yeah, Mary, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. So like the blood clots affects the make you have a sickle cell crisis so the crisis is basically pain in either your joints or your within your arms your mm. legs and it could be anywhere in even your bones. in your bones basically yeah. but most some people can actually get it in like your jaw i've had it in my jaw before. um so it can be anywhere that there's a bone to be honest so it's mm. at times it can be quite painful it can be cute it can't it's not curable but unless if you're i had kind of how do i explain this it is curable if you have like um bone marrow try um, bone marrow is it a bone marrow transplant or something like that yeah um it can be cured but it's not a hundred percent do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um because obviously it's a genetic condition you'll always have it because it's inherited from the mum and the dad so basically the mum and dad have to have genotype of 
most people have genotype of AA. Mom and dad, the parents of the person who inherited sickle cell, they have to have either AS or SS um, genotype. So if an AS and an SS or an AS and an AS come together, there's a high chance that they will have a child who has SS, so that's sickle cell. Mm. Um, I think that's generally the background. Okay. Yeah. Um, any, yeah. Yeah. Go on, any. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I never even knew your story, so I'm a bit like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um. I think my story. Yeah. I think I've known. I think. Yeah. I I knew it ever since I was born. Or should I say my parents knew ever since I was born? So I feel like I was going to... I don't feel like you guys go to the hospital a lot. Like, ever since I was young, like, I was always in the hospital. So it was always an issue. So, like, I can go this week and then the next week I'm back. So I was practically leaving in the hospital. So mm-hmm. it was that serious. So, yeah. <laughs> um, what yeah. else did I say? Oh, my experience. Eesh. Um, yeah, I think my parents, both of my parents had AS, AS, so, you know, obviously it's SS and then. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I'm the only one that has it out of my four siblings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. (laughs) If I remember something, I'll tell Yeah, with Tosi and I, our dad has sickle cell and our mum is a carrier. So the people who have have AS genotype, they're carriers. Mm -hmm. So that's why we both have it and we have there's a higher chance because you've got four siblings haven't you and yeah. you're the only three other siblings and mm-hmm. there's four of you you're the only one whereas there's three of us and me mm. and hannah both have it because yeah. of our dad has yeah, double, yeah. yeah but he didn't know he had it until he came to the uk and so as he was born as i was saying mm. so we weren't really aware um, but I think since, I think as I've gotten older, unfortunately, maybe because I do more now, mm. mine's kind of more, my cri- sickle cell crisis is more frequent. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, and I think, um, I think that's pretty much it. Do you guys have anything like to say or to ask us oh, or yeah. any questions? Yeah, I've got a question. Yeah. Has, has, you know, this condition, has it affected you from doing anything you would have wanted to do previously? Mm-hmm. Like maybe something important, it stopped you? You know? I'm never going to, yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to lie. Like, as much There's as it no... affects me with, with sports, yeah, I, I've never been trusted in the first place, mm. so I never can. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no problem, I can't run. So, yeah. I just wanted to say yeah, something. Yeah, I have an experience. Yeah, continue. Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah! <laughs> okay, any... okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. So yeah, with any uh, with the sports thing, I had an experience. I think it was I was in year six, and um, I think I was uh, oh, it was for the re it was for relay. It was sports day, wow. and I wanted to go for the. I want to be the fastest person for relay because you have to try out. <laughs> yeah. So I tried out, and it was four hundred meters. It wasn't like one hundred meters. Mm. So I was doing I was doing really well. And then, no, it wasn't relay. It was just 400 meters in general. Um, and I was doing really well. I was being really fast. And then I got to the last 100 meters and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't oh, make yeah. it. Like oh, my yeah. teacher had to carry me over the, um, over the line because mm. I, I, I literally couldn't make it anymore. And I think it's because, well, I, I always have an issue of, um, of my breathing and my, like, I always get, um, chest 
infections with sickle cell but it's only that only, that's only really happened in the last like five years five years no it's been it's been a recurring yeah. thing but i feel like it, it gets worse it's worse now mm-hmm. but yeah it, that's that's the annoying thing with sports mm. so he had to carry me they had to call the ambulance i had to go to the hospital that day and everyone was like oh my gosh what's wrong with hannah mm. but it's like oh. it's just an annoying thing because i was like i'm the fastest here how am i not able to cross the line <laughs> <laughs> but continue. i think with sickle cell are as you know the red blood cells they carry oxygen to like all your all your organs mm. because our uh, blood, red blood cells are like sickle shape. They're not able to carry enough oxygen, so mm. that's why we we lack, you know, lack we oxygen. get dehydrated very quickly. Mm. We lack oxygen and we get tired more often. It is called sickle cell anemia. So yeah. you have anemia yeah. with some people have oh. the anemia part, some mm-hmm. people, but generally most people do have, have anemia. anemia. Yeah. Mm. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I think you wanted to say yeah I just want to say something also my experience like, I feel like I've told some of you this like remember when I said I was a what did you even call it Pes- pescatarian or something like that oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was because of the sickle cell so like I feel I think a few years before I came I was on this herbal medicine to get get rid of sickle cell. I mean, like, it was working, but I, I'm just the type of person that I hate drugs, that I do not like mm. taking medicine. And this medicine was stinking. It was disgusting. It was everything <laughs> I did not ever want. So I, I never took it on a regular basis. Like, I have heard stories of people who we walked and they've changed from um, SS to maybe like um, AA or whatever. I don't even know what it, I just know that yeah. he, he did cure them. But because I was never persistent with this thing, like it, it never, yeah. it never really did anything. Like <laughs> it did do something. Like I remember, we went to the hospital to check out my blood, even if I knew it, just to t- check it out, and they couldn't figure out what my um blood thing was anymore. So it did kind of work, but because I wasn't taking it regularly, it didn't work. So yeah, I had that medicine for like a whole year. I couldn't eat fish. I couldn't eat meat. I couldn't eat anything I wanted. I had to eat. If I needed bread, I had to eat wheat bread. So when everybody everybody in school is eating bread, I'm eating wheat bread that will expire in three days. So uh, it was just, it was actually just frustrating. But, you know... No. I think my big thing is like, because as we all know, I like to go on holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. January. <laughs> in January, I couldn't go to Amsterdam because I was really, really unwell. I was so Because <laughs> <laughs> like, if we overexert ourselves mm. and we get, you know, tired, that also affects our sickle cell. Like, stress affects it, mm. it brings on a crisis. Like, even because um, we have low immune systems, even the fact of coronavirus, we couldn't leave the house for God, God knows how long. Mm-hmm. We're only just allowed to go out for walks because if we co- contracted it, it could have been really detrimental to our health. But yeah, I think um, you, but the thing is, you have to know how to manage yourself. I don't say, I, I don't know how to manage myself no. as of yet. I know when it, thank you, peace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I think recently I'm trying, but I just, you know, like when you just love to do too much, mm-hmm. that is, I'm doing too much. <laughs> That's like the perfect definition of Kumi. She just loves to do too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So guys, any more questions? I'm just keep going from there. Cause we're trying to keep a, like a, 
Q&A. That's what we ask for um, any questions that you guys may have. Yeah, one thing yeah. I want to say there is that I feel like you guys are so lucky. Like, people that are in the UK don't take it for granted. Like, NHS is good to you. It's mm-hmm. good to you. I just realised, I was just thinking about it right now. Like, because in Nigeria, mm-hmm. when you go to the hospital, you have to pay. Oh, I'm telling my dad could have brought five gyps with that money that he paid. I'm thinking <laughs> that. Like, it was actually, no. Now that I think about it, nah, that experience was just rough. Like, you guys must take mm-hmm. it. Like, use your medicine. Even me, that I know, but like, use it. I'm telling you, you're getting it for free. That's true. That's so true. Like, matter don't take it for granted. Millions. I pay millions for children's hospital. Now, it was not even funny. Like, I'm smiling now, but like, when I look back, like, I know it was even difficult at a point. Like, I never want to say, but he'll just pretend like yeah. everything's fine, you know. But now, nah, millions. Mm. Now, nah, that's. Nah, nah. Hmm. I, I think we've in our case obviously any experience is completely different to ours because obviously they had to pay as you said the NHS has been so good to us from a young age but initially even for us it was quite difficult because they didn't understand like mm. what they didn't understand the condition mm. so it's only recently I feel that we've been yeah. getting the best of both mm-hmm. worlds in the fact that we've got the NHS and now they're aiming to understand mm. So, oh, yeah, and now they're aiming to like, okay, well, how, what can we do? What can we put in place? What's the pathway yeah. and things like that? Think mm-hmm. Rich, do you have any questions? Um, I feel like this is going to be me to end any talking in this. Talk. Yeah, um, I sorry. wanted to know. Um, I don't know if they sound like a dumb question or not, but like, no. I wanted to know: is sickle cell deadly? Ooh, it, it can yeah. be. Yeah, we have an uncle. Yeah, we have yeah. an uncle that died of it because his was so severe. Um, but because obviously you're pr- more prone to infections, like you know, at times your crisis can be so painful. Yeah. It also affects um, like your organs. I think it mainly when you're younger it affects your spleen, but now I feel like I think it affects your like kidneys. Um, it, it generally just affects your organs because obviously your blood cells are not working as they're supposed to mm-hmm. so it mm. can be deadly in certain cases but it's about management at the end of the day so oh, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a difficult one to be mm. honest and it's a, it depends on the genetics of the individual mm. Mm. Um, and yeah. like Kumi said the fact that it affects your um your organs i think a few years ago i think first year of uni i got i i think i just i think at first it started with the flu and then the flu calmed down and it was fine and then um then it started then i got pain again all of a sudden but i think it was just in my back and then it creeped all the way to my um to my chest no Mm. yeah so for a while i had it in my back and in my Mm. chest and then it just ended in my chest and it was just getting worse and worse and the doctors because I was I was in Newcastle Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. there isn't that many cases in Newcastle it's not Mm -hmm. heavily black populated Mm -hmm. there's no like there's no prevalence exactly so um they were like oh we just don't know what what's going on maybe you have a water infection or maybe you have uh, like there was so Aww. many like different infections they yeah. said I had and then they were trying different transfusions and they were like like this isn't working oh. and then they had to take me to HDU because um the high dependency unit because um 
they said, yeah, my breathing, I wasn't, I didn't get enough oxygen yeah, and they yeah. just kept trying to pump it into me, but it just wasn't, there wasn't enough. It wasn't working. So they yeah. had to take me to HDU. And then, um, yeah, I had pneumonia for a while. So if, mm. if they didn't, um, if they didn't act as fast as they did or do what they needed to do, I could have possibly died of that pneumonia. But I'm so grateful, like Annie said, for for where I am or the country that I'm in because they they were able to act fast. They were able to they were able to do all these things. They yeah. were they were able to help me. And in Newcastle, obviously they didn't know, but they were all they were constantly like trying to learn, trying to yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. They were. Like it wasn't as if they were just, oh, we don't know. So yeah. we're just going to do whatever. They were like really working wow. to help me. And yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to them up there because they just did so well for me. So, wow. um, yeah, it can be deadly and we just have to be careful. It's like it's management as well. And um, you just have to. You, you need to look after yourself. It's, it's not always easy and there's always things that we want to do, but you just have to be careful. You have yeah. to be really careful. Yeah. Anybody I don't else? Know. Um, yeah. like, where does? Oh, sorry, you can go, Kim. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. It's cool. Keep going. Sure? Keep going. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Where I don't know for you guys, where does it hurt the most? Most time, like when you have crisis, or where does it hurt? Or you know, my place is my knee, and I, I feel like we've all deciphered that. Mine is when Your I do too much. Small, talk for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have seen my foot yesterday. This the last few days, my feet, my right foot has been literally as if I've got elephantitis. My feet are so swollen. I go to sleep. I wake up. Even now, it's like swollen. I just send a picture and be like, oh, this is not cute. But mine is my leg. My, my right knee or my left knee, those are the places that I always get, majority of the time, I always get paid. Mm. Um, mine is... I would say it's usually my back and then it goes to my chest. Yeah, same. I think oh, I was at the same time. Sure, but I feel like now it is is more when I feel anything, my back, I'm running to my mm. medicine. Yeah. Like, I run to yeah. my medicine. I'm like, no, nothing's happening. Not like, this time. Like, you know. That's that's just for me. Sorry, Kel, what did you want to say? Oh, yeah, I wanted to yeah, ask. I was gonna um, say, what advice do you have to for any of you? When was the first oh. time you guys like realized that? Oh, something is wrong with me. Like uh, I don't feel right. Something is without being diagnosed, or your dad or your mom said, "Oh, uh, this is wrong with you." You to you yourself, you realize, "Oh, I feel some something ain't right." I know. And you, do you want to go? Um, no, no, I'm not even going to that. Like, I didn't even know. Like I knew I had to call cell yet. I did not know what it was. So like, mm. all, like I've never known what it was until like let's say five six years ago. Like I actually studied. Like, oh wait, what's this thing that I have? So I can't really say. Like I know when my body starts hurting me, and I know my mom would usually used to panic, or my dad would be like, okay, let's drive this girl to you know the hospital or something like that. So. I can't really say. I can't remember the first time. Let me just say. So I was probably very, very young. Okay. Um, me, I I knew 
I had sickle cell. I think I was maybe like 10 or 11. It was, it was the first time I remember going to the hospital anyway. And um, they said my hemoglobin was low. I can't remember what hemoglobin, how, so to, how to describe it. Hemoglobin is basically like your iron levels in your, in your blood. Oh, and that's, okay. that's how, that's the layman's term. So basically the iron levels in your blood. Okay. So the iron levels in my blood were really low. And um, usually I think most people, oh, what is it for most people? I think it's like one, anything above 120 GL is, is the norm. Okay. I think, I think yeah, because even pregnant women, if below 120, then we're all a bit concerned. So anything above 120, I think yours was like seven. Seven. So it was really low. So it, 120 could be like, what? yeah, yeah, 120. Mm. And I was just, I was just laying in bed. And I was just really tired all the time. Mm. I couldn't really move. Around, mm-hmm. like yeah and then I went to the hospital and then mum and dad were like I remember they were sitting right next to me on the I bed <laughs> they were sitting right next to me I was laying on the bed they were sitting right next to me and they were crying I was like why are these people crying <laughs> 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 and it was because the doctor was like oh she's gonna she's she's gonna need a transfusion and that's why they were crying but in my head I was like are you people okay? I'm fine. <laughs> you see, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I remember being like mm. ill, ill. Oh, I mean, yeah. And I think you missed a dance, um, a dance oh, thing yeah. because of it. Yeah, I, I remember, was so yeah. upset. Yeah, she couldn't go to a dance. Was it a dance recital? Yeah, and we, everyone was going away. Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, she. I went out. I was like, Hannah, it's amazing. <laughs> No, um, it might be three or four now. Oh, because of the um oh, pneumonia. pneumonia. Oh, so Anna's had a few transfusions. I haven't had any. Well, have blood transfusions. Yeah, blood transfusion. Really? Have you had oh, wow. Any of you had any? No. Have you not? Never. Why do you say like it's a good thing? Like, no, no, no. I don't even like the idea of doing it in the first place. I think someone, you know, yeah, I think it was even maybe like last year or something where you guys came. And then if not for Kumi, yeah, I promise you one of them would have given me some measles. And then they were like, oh, have you ever had blood transmission before? Like, no, I'm not. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know? Thank you. And I want, they don't even know what like Kumi, like Hannah said, like, they don't, I feel like, Maybe because there's not much cases, they don't know much about it, especially in A and E. Only if you go to like yeah. hematology or oncology, they they don't really know what to. But they will try their best to, you know, still try yeah, and get exactly. rid of the pain for you. So I did mm-hmm. like um appreciate that. Definitely, I think my um, going back to Kel's question, my first re- realization was when. <sighs> I think I was, I think it was when I had to have two weeks off of school. I think it was like, <laughs> I was happy, but like, I was in pain. <laughs> so I had to have two weeks like, oh, maybe I'm, maybe there is something wrong. Maybe I'm yes. So I think since, since then, I, any chance to get out of cross country or, oh yeah. I'm like, dad, we've got cross country this week. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to come second to last again. <laughs> Literally, every year I would come last. I did it for two years and I was like, I'm not having none of it. Yeah. And I would be like, I'm well the week after. I was like, no. So I was like, 
but I didn't do cross country this year because I'm not very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, well like now that you guys are saying that like, one incident I do remember when I was little but I can I can oh it, I was in so much pain that I probably remember and um some before that but I don't remember as clearly as this one because that day I remember it was I don't even know what happened but then everything's just blank but I just realized myself in the car and I'm just turning in pain and then I think my mom it was raining that day as well my mom doesn't know how to drive in rain but it was raining seriously hard and she had to rush to the hospital so I remember I remember I remember that day yeah yeah it's difficult I've got a question for you guys though like have you ever have you ever, um, what's my question? Have you ever come across anybody, apart from us anyway, mm. that's had sickle cell or, or, or yeah. has experienced it? Never. No, I don't Never. know. Really? I yeah. think, oh. for me, I think I have, but I don't like, because um, when it comes to sickle cell, I've realised that people who have it, uh, people who are able to like manage it and people who have yeah. better experiences with it don't really yeah. mention it that much unless you get close to them. Because it's not something that's very visible. It's not like... Because there's certain conditions where you can tell that people aren't feeling okay all the time or people can't do certain things. But I think with sickle cell, like, because it comes sometimes and it goes sometimes, most likely yeah. if you do meet people, experience conversations with people with sickle cell, you probably won't realise. So I think I've been in cases where, now that I think about it, I think I've met people with sickle cell. Um, yeah. You probably have. Not, not realise that they've had it. Yeah. Mm. probably have because it's so so guys sorry I'm just conscious about time and I really want to make sure we answer some of the questions that we got on our Instagram so Mm -hmm. Miss Mary Kemi asks how do people react when you tell them you have SS oh how do they react they just Any, we can't hear you can anybody hear any? No, she's on mute on here. I can't hear her. Oh, oh. sorry, my buds. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> okay. Um, I was saying that um, some of them, like, when they don't really ask me, but if it comes to the point where they ask me, they're like, was that? Like, they don't, they don't have any idea or any knowledge of what this is. Or some of them, mm. they're like, oh, I'm like, do you actually know what that is? So until I ask that question, they never so they just don't know basically. Mm. And um, I don't not I'm not being racist or whatever, but I'm just saying that when when you tell a black person, they're like, oh, they they know what it is. They yeah. might not understand yeah, it, yeah. So, but they know what it is. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you tell a white person, they're like, they're automatically like, "What is that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. When you say disease, they're like, "Disease." Yeah, they think they catch it. Yeah, that's why I don't like using that word. Yeah, that's why I don't like using that word, disease or disorder. I'm like, oh, don't worry, I can't even start explaining. Like, mm. <laughs> just, 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 they just get a bit like. Oh. Literally, I can't but, even lie. On here, Simeon did ask, "Is sickle cell contagious?" Yes, it but, is. Huh? I'm joking. I'm joking. 
Like Kumi like, like said at the beginning, you can only inherit it from your parents. Yeah. But yeah. if not, then no, it's not contagious. We're all yeah. healthy. We're just not healthy inside. Can I move on yeah. to the next question? Yeah. Uh, one second. Um, if if someone does tell you, anyone who's listening, if someone does tell you, oh, I have sickle cell, maybe just take some time to understand what it yes. is, and they'll be happy to explain it to yeah. you. Trust me, they won't yeah. be like unless unless someone is like really self conscious about yeah, yeah. but um, they will explain it to you. So I said white people, but it's because it's not in their culture. It's mainly just affects. Black, yeah, yeah. African Asian community. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So that's why I'm trying to be racist or anything. Does anyone <laughs> know why that is? I used to think that it was just black community. I never knew that I was outside of black community. I'm not even gonna lie, but I, I never, I never ever knew. So, Rich, yeah, Rich asked, "Is there is there a reason why that is?" Yeah, honestly, I don't. I think it's just their genetics. Mm. Mm, but there must be something in the yeah, African and countries. Like and is it food we're eating? Yeah. Is that it? No, it's not. I don't think it's eating. Or it might be like something that. in the... Because you, you can get some African or Asian people that don't have it. So <laughs> it's weird, but it, happen, it happens like that. I don't know why. But another common thing that um we get also is high blood pressure. A lot of the black oh, and Asian yeah. community get that. It's really attached to the black and Asian community as well. So I'm just trying to like mm. wonder why, mm. why we get this. I don't those think that's it. That's why though. I don't think because I doubt anyone. Mm. Maybe they do, but I doubt anyone sickle cell gets hyper pressure. Pressure. Only if you're no, doing you, too much work. Yeah, you, you can get high blood pressure with sickle cell. It's, it is a predisposing factor. Mm. Um, yeah, you can because I. Not to say too much, but our dad does high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can get it. It's a high, I think yeah, yes, mm. high blood pressure. But isn't that stress, though? So anyone... That's what yeah, I'm wondering. And remember, it's because of the, our circle, like, the way our... I always do this hook thing, but that's what it looks... That's what our... <laughs> but that's what our... That's what literally our blood cells look like. Um so we've got another question from Laju. I think that's how you say Laju, it is yeah. a Laju, yeah. So she asks, what is the maximum lifespan of someone who has um SS? Uh-huh. There is, as I said earlier, there is no like maximum Mm. life Mm. lifespan. I think they do say in some some people don't get past like a certain is it seventy or something. But it depends on the management and the treatment. The treatment that's available. Yeah, if it's managed well, then it's not an issue. Mm. Um, but it's all about management and you know knowing your body Mm. and knowing what you can and can't do. Mm -hmm. So. In that case, it's not. I wouldn't say there's a lifespan. Mm. Mm. You can live however long, because yeah. when you're fine, you're fine. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Yeah. It looks like every other new human. You just have something that should I say prevents you from doing certain things, like or getting too yeah. worked up. So that's it. So you just have to care for your body more, better than others, I yeah. guess. 100%. Yeah. Um. So I got another question from mm-hmm. Shemi Lore Babawale. Shemi Lore um, Babawale. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Leave me alone. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll just correct it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, when they get cured, can it come back? Yes. Yeah, you can buy the bone marrow, marrow. but you can come back because I know someone, well, I know, I have a friend who's, I think, cousin or younger sibling or something, had a bone marrow, like, it must be a transplant. Yeah, a bone marrow transplant or something, I can't remember it now. Um, Anyway, anyway, she had a bone marrow transplant and... Eventually, she died after because she got an oh. infection or something like that. Are you kidding oh. me? See, all the stuff yeah. like risky. Just enjoy your sickle cell. Like, it's not going to. Are they? As long as yeah, hers was really bad. <laughs> and hers was really bad. I think, mean, yeah, it depends bad. on the case. Mm. Yeah, it, it mm. does. It does. Okay, because... true. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, no, no. For her to have a bone marrow, for her to have bone marrow, it must have been quite um, significant, her oh. sickle cell. Mm. So. But yeah. yeah, it depends. Like, because I feel like you guys, not to like dampen your situation, mm-hmm. but I feel like for yeah. you guys, you're you're able to manage it more. Mm. It's yeah. more yeah, it's not as life threatening as some other cases of some people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there's cases that I've seen of people that I've when we were learning about it, we learned uh, we basically got put into our heads that most people with sickle cell uh, disease or sickle cell trait go through these like. Uh, life suffering pains all the time, all day, every day. And the cases that we were basically learning about is about mm-hmm. this little girl who ended up getting like um constant marrow transplants from her sister. And then eventually mm-hmm. her sister stopped and then she got even more ill and then she died. Like we learned mm-hmm. about the more extreme cases, but I think most yeah. of the time we will most likely come across people who aren't as, um <clears throat> who are able to cope with it, who are able to manage with it. So I think it really I, I have a question for you guys. Do you do you, do you like this for all of us? Do you find that even when you learn it in school, do they teach it to you well? Because to me, I wasn't taught it at well. all. I wasn't really I taught was it. Anything. No, they don't it was like a fifteen-minute part of a part of a lesson, a fifteen-minute section of the lesson. Oh, this is a sickle cell. Is no. this that the other, and that's it. That's no, it. We didn't even learn that. Those yeah. type of things about cancer and like diabetes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We didn't really get much yeah. about sickle cell. They it would talk about up like, in, like exam questions, but nothing too deep. It would always pop up as a like an example and mm-hmm. then it'd kind of like explain a little bit like what you're saying about the red blood cells, but nothing too mm-hmm. deep into it. No, with exactly. me it was a bit different. Like the science behind it, they really went in depth with like the science behind it and the traits. We'll always do the traits diagram and work out the percentage of people who are Likely to get yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk really well, but they never actually mentioned how you help people with sickle cell disease or or the type of. Oh wait, so you learned about sickle cell? Is that what you're saying? So no, we we basically learned about the science behind it, but we didn't learn Mm -hmm. about the actual people, the actual cases, the actual things that you. We learned um, about what's that thing that happens to when they have a a six finger. That's the one we learned because you hear it. You hear it. That um, what's the name? Oh, I've forgotten the name. I'll say later when I remember the name. It's a it's oh. a inherited um should I say dis not disease, inherited condition. But with the way we learnt it though, it seemed like something to kind of really be scared of. Like something where it's a case of if you oh. have it, like it's a done deal. You're gonna die yeah. at this certain age or this is what's gonna happen oh. to you. 
So it, it, we kind of, this time, the science behind it was really good, but the overall explanation of what people do, what to do if you know someone with sickle cell or what yeah. people with sickle cell need to do, I don't think that science or that es- that aspect of it was kind of taught properly because it was kind of mm. making it seem like some like big, deadly, scary disease like HIV or things like Seriously? that. Where where if you get Whoa, it, you're, like, you're it's pretty yeah. much a done deal. Yeah, we had it under that bracket as well. I think Kel wanted to say something. Yeah, I was just about to say, I never heard of sickle cell. I heard of the term, but mm. I literally got <laughs> more information in, in this today than I ever have beforehand. So, yeah, mm. it wasn't oh, really yeah. touched upon beforehand, you know, when I was in school. So, yeah, yeah it's oh. just, it's pretty much brushed under the rug, if I'm, if, if, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it really is. Because I was really surprised that Victor said that it was, he learned in school, well, a little bit. Yeah, literally. I remember even being in that in that lesson. I remember so vividly it was in a science, obviously a science lesson. Mm. It was literally 15 minutes. Um, and I'm not one to talk in the, in the class anyway. Uh, it was 15. I think one of my friends knew I had it. And she was like, oh, yeah, Mary's got it. And I was like, oh, here we go. Sometimes I, I find it slightly annoying um that no I wasn't annoyed don't let me lie I wasn't annoyed I was like okay yeah fine you know you you let everybody know that I've got it but the way that it was taught it was like oh okay this is that this is that and then that's it whereas it didn't go into in in depth about it and how like many people can have it or like the prevalence of it and things like that and I'm I'm glad they touched upon it, but it's not something that everybody remembered and it's quite common. Um, so in that set, but I was annoyed at the fact that the teacher started asking me questions about it and I was like, oh. God, so she didn't that. do her research either? No, no, she did. No, the teacher did like the face and then one of my friends was like, oh, Mary's got that. Oh, okay. Then she was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Mary, how, like, could you give us a little bit of insight mm-hmm. into it? And I was like, oh. So awkward. <laughs> it was, it was really awkward. So yeah, go on, girl. Yeah, me again. Ha ha ha. Anyway, uh, uh, um, I was thinking, isn't it? Is has there ever been a time where, obviously, you had a friend, and you got everything was normal, and then they found out you had sickle cell, and then they might have started treat you a little bit more fragile, like oh, like a piece of glass, like just like oh, treating you differently to how they normally treat you before before they found out you had sickle cell. Has that ever happened? Has that ever been an instance of that? Wait, repeat that. I don't hear that. Has there? Have you ever had a friend or you you known someone that mm-hmm. didn't know you had sickle cell beforehand, but then mm-hmm. they found out you had sickle cell and they mm-hmm. started to treat you differently to how no, they would normally I was treat you? To say the same thing. Like, okay, not uh, okay. I feel like when you tell some people that oh, is that's why I hate that word disease or disorder because when you when they hear that they'll be like oh she has a disease oh she has a disorder and I'm like oh, are you kidding me like why? But I don't think I've actually like experienced. It. I've just seen it. But I haven't experienced it before. Mm. Um, I don't think it... I wouldn't say I have. But when I did tell my friend, she was just like... She she didn't she didn't treat me differently, mm-hmm. but she would be like, Hannah, don't do that. Hannah, be careful. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Like, I was caring, but at the same time, I'm like, I know myself yeah. where you are. <laughs> to yeah. be fair, we do say that's Kumi a lot, but that's because Kumi needs to hear that. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, you lot give it to me. My friends 
because at uni honestly I my friends were absolutely amazing mm. um they would literally run me up to the hospital because some of them had cars mm. they would take me to the hospital look like yeah. bring me food in the hospital save me in the hospital to like 2am wow. wow. like yeah. I was really really blessed with friends in, in university because I remember my first bad episode was like it was it was it wasn't a good experience especially because they didn't understand it and there wasn't mm. like many people who've had it in that community mm-hmm. because I was in Sheffield and it's predominantly mm-hmm. white um but in the, in that sense they're careful and they're like okay Mary let's not do this don't you don't do this because we don't want anything to to happen because they've seen the pain that I've been in mm-hmm. so then they come from a, it's mm-hmm. more of a place of care oh, yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. so it's never I've never had not really I don't think why yeah. I, I don't think it is but I assume sometimes it is that yeah. oh someone's kind of especially if it's someone I feel like I get it I've gotten it from someone that knew knows the condition mm-hmm. so like they're like oh okay mm-hmm. and they kind of back away not back away completely but back away a little bit I presume I wasn't mm-hmm. I didn't tell I wasn't told oh okay mm-hmm. so I, I I make it as an assumption but generally I've had good people like your closest friend she she's always like hannah um hannah mary have you taken this today yeah. are you looking after yourself yeah, yeah. Like, really- it's always caring and it's nice mm. to 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 know that oh like even though you're going through this they're still there to help you yeah. they're st- they still want to be there for you and i really appreciate that all my yeah. friends majority of them are um like healthcare professionals mm. but um even the ones that weren't or even the ones that were at the time of, you know, university mm-hmm. and didn't really understand it, they were like, oh, my gosh, like, they, 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 what's the word? Mm-hmm. They were not encouraged, but they were like, okay, we need to understand this condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to know, like, if anything should happen to Mary, what, you know, what yeah. what can we do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they still do that today, to be honest. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that you, you guys said that, like, I remember like this last second because I used to change schools a lot in Nigeria. Oh my God, it was madness. But anyways, the last school that I went to before I came over, I remember like, because I had this, um, this day that I'm telling you the whole, the whole hostel knew, the whole hostel knew that I had to go down. So they were especially boil water for me in the morning. They were because, I'm like, okay, I'm like, all right, because I don't feel like different, like, cold water in the first place but um yeah. yeah so they had to do that and obviously other people that had maybe anything that need that they need um hot water for so they were I have to do that not, I was not I, I was literally not allowed to buy for um what's the name cold water um mm-hmm. I, they wouldn't take away some of the food that I'm supposed to be eating <sighs> what nonsense <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> no but it was like I was okay it wasn't like I was like oh my goodness it was because it was mainly because um like I said before I was a pes- pescatarian or whatever and then um like because in Nigeria like it's you're you're being trained. You're, it's not like here that they won't beat you. They will actually beat you. So like when the mm. teachers, when the teachers um wasn't there, want to beat you or something, they just accept me and give me another type of punishment. And when when oh. like, because when because oh this Nigeria is not a joke. I'm telling you guys, it's not a joke. And then when <laughs> because when someone does something wrong or people do something, the whole wasn't it the whole school or the a certain year will kneel down in in 
in the ground, like on the ground where the where they're doing the assembly because we do it outside. We're standing under the sun, so they they, they don't even care, like. But then they they be like, oh, Deborah, don't don't kneel down. Tell the principal that you can't. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll do the stuff for today. Don't worry. But I don't think I needed that much of a special treatment. I just needed to be like, you know, careful not to do it too much or not to, you know. But yeah, so I can say in that sense. Yeah. Um, is there any other questions? Um, yeah, there's a few more. So, Opera, also known as Crazy London, did ask, um, <laughs> what's the biggest misconception about sickle cell? I think mm. the biggest is the fact that everybody thinks it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They need to back up, you know. <laughs> I think it's, that's it's a disease, but it's not, it's not like a, a disease. disease. It's a non-communicable yeah. disease. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, um. Flow free try. I think that's how. Oh she, yeah. Yeah. Um. How can it affect your daily life? Like mm. small thing. Yeah, I think like Hannah mm-hmm. and Kumi said, like you just have to be careful on what you do, or like you just have to not do too much, or know your body. Let's just put it like that. Know yeah. what your body can take. Don't put too much pressure on yourself or know when to stop certain things. Know that, oh, you can't, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. Or you can do it for a certain while. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've also got another question. I think you guys addressed this before, but maybe you could give like a more specific, um, like short answer. Um, Cadet Kelly asks, are there things you have to avoid with sickle cell? I think overexerting yourself, stress. The cold. Yeah, the weather. The weather. Even in mm-hmm. the summer, summer, I get told off if my dad sees me wearing shorts yeah. in the garden. I dad, if I don't wear tights to church. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, you have to cover yourself. And you have to drink a lot even, of water. Even it, my even dad gets says, onto you, Camille. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you'd have to wear a top that just completely yeah. covers your neck. Yeah. That's why I'm literally just a family and every time it's Yeah. Literally. I remember the day that I wore, I think it was a slightly low top and it was a bit colder. So it's like, see, you're not covering your neck. You're not <laughs> I feel like the whole church, like they're always onto us when it comes to that time. Yeah, so we really yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. careful. Like we really need yeah. to not put ourselves into you know dangerous situations. Yeah, so, yeah it's they... definitely from a place of care because yeah, not yeah. Yeah. you guys have been through. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I say, wait, can I say something about the summer? So, like, even in the summer, because it's even if there's like wind, we're not supposed to be exposing our body. That's why sometimes a lot of um, you see a lot of sickle cell patients in hospital in the summer. Mm. Mm. I expose my body. <laughs> it gets hot. <laughs> it gets hot. Whatever. Do that like you don't do it. <laughs> okay, Pete. Another question. Okay, so how would someone with sickle cell and anemia cope with sexual relationships? Ooh. <laughs> this was <our> auntie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Okay. Obviously, as a child of God, we don't have any sexual relations. Okay, so well done. <laughs> um. But I think 
it's a form of exercise, I will presume. So therefore, I would suggest. <laughs> Wait, what? It is a form Wait, of exercise. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a form of exercise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so therefore, I would presume that you would um just be cautious. Be cautious, and also maybe take your med. If you know you're going to do that form of exercise, take your medication beforehand, and make sure you take your medication after, after. as preventative measures. Don't do too much. <laughs> maybe let your partner know that you. Oh yeah. Well. definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a know. given, obviously, and obviously they would obviously have to, you know, know their limit as well. Yeah. This is mm. awkward, boy. <laughs> 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 what, did, what did Derek say? I missed it. He said this is awkward. <laughs> well, um, I think my friend asked the other day, she was like, um, what would you do if obviously you've you've created this emotional bond with someone, but they've got sickle cell too? Like, what would you do in that in that case? Do you like carry on the relationship or do you just cut it there because they have mm-hmm sickle cell so mary i'll shout that question out to you oh really yeah um basically um in that sense i think it's a it's a conversation that you'll have to have with god as well because obviously if he's the bone of your bone or they're the bone of your bone and your flesh of your flesh like god doesn't do anything by Mm. accident do you know what i mean Mm. so if they are you know who you're meant to be with who god has assigned like god has assigned as your life partner Mm. It's it's not an accident, and if you know if it happens that you have children, you know God can do wonders, and the children would not have sickle cell. Mm. Like it's only science that's you know that says it's according to science that it's inherited, but you know it's not according to God. Mm. So in that sense, you can't say even if you have the emotional connection with that person, you can't mm. say because I've got sickle cell, and although it's your life partner and your bone of your bone, your flesh and your flesh, you say no, I'm cutting off because of the sickle cell. Mm. I think it's just if if it's meant to be, God would not have allowed it, you know, to, yeah. to happen. So in that sense, and it's also a conversation that you need to have with your consultant, um, your your nurse, your sickle cell nurse, and everything like that, even before you get pregnant. Yeah, because um, the it misconception is that I'm doing my dis- dissertation on this actually on sickle cell and pregnancy. Most women who do have it, you know, they don't have preconception counselling. So, like, counselling before they get pregnant on the risk and also, you know, the alternatives and the benefits. Or I don't know about the benefits, but anyway. Mm. They're not counselled in that sense and they're not educated in that sense. So it's just one of those things that you have to talk to, take it to God, take it to um, your consultant. Once you've taken it to God, if God says, you know, this is my bone, my bone, my flesh, my flesh then that's it. And when it gets to the stage where you want to have children, take it to God again. Mm. And then, you know, God will then guide you to the appropriate, you know, people and your consultant as well. And yeah. and our, our mum always says, like, before you get into, like, something serious with someone, yeah. you need to go and check your, um, your their, their blood type. And obviously, you know, we know our blood type. Yeah. So we need to make sure that we check it first. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean I, I know you're not going, like, even as the questions asked, what if you have that emotional connection with someone? Then you know, and if it's God's plan, it's it's meant to be. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, mum. But mum always says to us, pray that um, the man that will come will will be able to carry your burden because mm, it's not easy. It's not easy. 
it's not easy to carry oh this my sickle cell burden, for, especially when we're very like we're down. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's something that you you would literally have to stop your life for. And I think. I think you guys haven't actually seen, like you've seen it. You've seen us in hospital. You've seen like the aftermath, but you haven't seen when it triggers us like immediately. Yeah. Because once you do, it's like, even when you see your your family, your family, they're all just like, they're, they're kind of, they're in, yeah, they're worried. They're in, they're in shock. Sometimes they're almost crying because like I remember there was one there was one thing I said I shouldn't have said it but I was like oh lord let me just sleep and not wake up because yeah. the pain was just too much yeah. and it just and it happens like that but you need to I don't know the person that we have to be with has to be really strong because yeah. it is a lot a to deal with to I will never forget that day dad's <laughs> I think dad said it was just like I wouldn't he said you'll never forget that statement that she said because and it was I, a lot. I, re- I regret saying it, but at that time, you just... It was a lot. But you, you, don't, just... you don't say stuff like that anymore. No, no, no. I think she was still young. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That was a heavy one, wasn't that it? That was a heavy one. We left it. Any other questions, please? Or any other questions from anybody? No more questions from me. No. Okay. I'm t- I'm All right. Any words? Um. Also, guys, Um. a little bit off topic. But it is, oh, I forgot the name of the day. Um, Black Pound Day. Black Pound Day. <laughs> Black Pound Day. was supposed to be supporting Black businesses. So if you see any Black businesses that you could purchase from specifically on this day, but any time from now, like it would really be helpful. Um, especially mm-hmm. since um, a lot of them aren't actually recognising that some of them are actually quite good. Yeah. Um, Really Especially are. the hair product thing that really surprised me. Like mm. Pantene, oh all those God. big ones. They're run. They're run by like um white what? men and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm really like, wow. that. even super malt. Yeah, yeah you're super lying. Like, you're lying. Actually, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! A white company. White. 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 Sorry. They're white. The super malt, the thing that everybody drinks. Every black person. I don't drink super malt. I think it's absolutely disgusting. But. Most of you guys what? think Supermalt, but I you personally know, like, think it's disgusting. I actually don't <laughs> like it. I genuinely don't like it, and I've not liked it for a very, very long time. No lie at all. I I don't drink Supermalt. I hate it. I hate it too. That's because I could I could taste the corruption. I knew it. No, Rich is <laughs> uh, Rich is capping. He. I don't believe any of it. You know, I drink Afro malt. Yes. Oh yeah, that's what Rich drink, but I just don't drink malt. I don't like it. I genuinely do not like it. If you guys see me at parties, yeah, I've never drinking super malt. You guys never I'm, see me. I'm gonna watch malt. you now. I'm gonna yeah, watch, watch me because I never drink it. I hate it. I really don't like it. It tastes disgusting. I've got wait. I got something to say about that super malt. My thing is, how come the white people don't drink it? But we're, why is it? So it's marketed. The CEOs are two white men. <laughs> But we black people don't want drinking their drink. Yeah, what is like, in the with drink? hair as well, like um, like all like those weaves and stuff. A lot of it is sold by like um, not yeah. I don't even know. Like I think I saw a thing where it's like a lot of Korean women were selling it, or um, just people who weren't actually black. So it's like mm. a lot of our products and things that are so close to our culture, mm-hmm. things that are so close to us that were sold, it's not actually sold by us, which is something that maybe we definitely need to change or improve and try and look for businesses who are actually black owned, who are selling mm-hmm. us things that 
and they will actually use themselves or um, exactly. consume themselves. It really makes you think, though, as much as we thought we were progressing, we're starting to realise that it was still a white man running the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. The, another one that surprised me was Cantu. Yeah, Peace was saying that. Yeah. Did you say Cantu? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. But that's right. Yeah. Cantu was the biggest shock for <laughs> Absolutely. Like, how does he know so much about black hair? I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, oh, we've actually wait, run our time I, up today. Wait, can I say something? You know, um, okay, Daniel, uh, one of our participants or one of our members, his tweet, he had a tweet last month. <laughs> it was the 19th of June on Single Cell Day. Oh on my Single Cell God. Day. He, his tweet was, this generation needs God more than ever. Best believe the tweet got 22,000 likes, 7,979 retweets. What? And he did not tweet our, our podcast. <laughs> I was so annoyed. <laughs> the inspiration behind that quote. You know what? Yeah, I don't it's even right. understand. I've, that's not something that usually comes from that. It's all right. Literally, of all it, it was The tweet was correct. Our generation does really need God. Like, mm. The tweet was definitely, I'm sure maybe someone who liked it saw that and maybe had like some type of thought about it and how we need to start incorporating God in our daily lives, which is definitely a good thing. But Daniel, if you're listening to this, yeah, what you did was not cool. You said at least like not just putting you I know he said that he put in his bio or something, but you know, like you're getting you're getting some TT likes, TT followers there. You might as well just plug us while you're there, you know what I'm saying? Legit. Legit. I think when he's back on next episode, we need to rent him about yeah. it. Yeah. When he we'll just start trademarking our quotes. Mm. Literally, mm-hmm. I think anyway. we're done for today, guys. Yeah, yeah I think we're done for today. Look at the amount of time that we spent, guys. I, did, I didn't even realise. Literally. I thought it was just going to be like 45 minutes. Mm. Literally, much. Guys, like, we are genuinely, genuinely, genuinely trying to reduce the time that we spend because we've seen our last podcast like an hour and so, so minutes. And it is quite long. I don't know if you guys like it, but it is quite long. So we're trying to reduce mm-hmm. that a little bit. So bear with us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not running to an hour. We've still got like three minutes left. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, this has been It's a Sticky One Still with me, Peace, Mary, Rich. Just stepped out for a second, so I'm just going to say his name, Rich. Okay, Hannah. And he's not here because I think a connection's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and Kel. All right. Thank you guys so much. Bye, guys. Thank you.